Wow, good evening. And how is everybody? Man, this is going to be a wild show tonight. It is so good to be here tonight in 210 because I got a great guest. One of the best local rockers in history is in my studio wow. at this present time. Johnny Gunn. Man, Johnny. Greg, thank you so much for that. Welcome, man. man. Thank you, bro. It is such a pleasure to have yeah. you on my show. Once again, I just cannot believe that he is here tonight. Right and we're going to cover a lot of things. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to bring up a guy, one of his friends. He's got a couple albums out. Mm -hmm. We're going to bring up some of his friends. And, and he's actually going to play a song for us. So, But, John, before we get underway yeah, and all Greg. this stuff... Give me a background. What got you into music? You know, believe it or not, my dad played guitar and harmonica piano before the kids were born, you know. <laughs> and uh, he had an old guitar, old Silvertone. And it was just going to waste in the closet. And I went in and I'd, I'd pick at it and strum it. And, you know, the strings were all floppy because the neck was warped and the body was cracked. But I loved the way it sounded, man, just even as, as it was. Right. So my dad saw that and he got me lessons when, when I was about 12. Uh, he and my older brother bought me my first guitar. And I took lessons from a guy, a jazz guy in Richmond at, at Scalise Music in Richmond, <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah. And that was my first experience with lessons. And I went, and his name was Dan Boyd, a very good jazz player. And then I went to a Dick Garcia. Garcia, also in Richmond, and, and I learned some flamenco style playing from him. And, and through the years, you know, it, I just, I, I stayed with it, man. You know, I took some voice classes in school and, and a little bit in college and in music theory, and uh, it just grew on me, man, you know? You know, John, you, you're talking about all that diversity, which you have in you, and we're going to go through the show about that. Um, you and I have a long lineage ourselves. Mm -hmm. yeah, uh, you've, you've, you've played in some uh, some really some we both have but you've played in some legendary clubs uh the long branch oh and, yeah you man. know keystone uh you know mandrix yeah uh, tell me what the band that you played in that time was called backroads tell back me how road. that tell me how that actually backroad was formed when i was probably 15 years old i wow. just i just found out <laughs> i made the football team at richmond high school bro <laughs> and at that time i met this guy a very good friend of mine michael polito who played bass in backroad wow I like he that and i struck up a friendship we started a band that was backroad and i quit the football team and started playing music full-time his dad was our first manager wow. cj polito rest wow. in peace cj you, you remember cj sure do clipped a little sure dude do. yeah sure do sure but do. yeah so we played long branch with you man you, yeah. you had that band peak yeah and i loved you, know, you guys uh, man. thank you so much yeah you know what's interesting about that there are so many great musicians you had oh YG, yeah you had earthquake you know shakers uh, and of course the rockets. let's talk about uh the rockets yeah let's talk about um your affiliation with a platinum artist oh yeah eddie money yeah. So tell me about Eddie. Well, you know. when I was in Backroad, when we started playing together, we went to different schools together, That's right? Great, the whole right? Berkeley scene, man. <laughs> yeah. So here we are, 18 years old, we're playing the clubs, and Eddie Money just left the band The Rockets, mm -hmm. and um, he started headlining these clubs, and we, we had a real good following, man, as you guys did, too. We bring <laughs> yeah, in all the high schools, you know, yeah, from, exactly. from Richmond to Pinole yeah. to Allison Brandy. Yeah, <laughs> Oakland. And Eddie loved that, you know, that we brought in a good crowd, so we always opened up his shows. And matter of fact, sometimes Jimmy Lyon, his guitar player, would show up late or his drummer or somebody. So we started backing him up. Rather than him going on late, we'd back him up. Mm -hmm. And then when his band showed up, you know, then we get off stage and they, they start playing. You <laughs> so. know, it's funny. That was a great, great time. Yeah. Uh, uh, you, there was a great drummer. I seen you play with a great drummer just uh, a couple of years ago. You did a show, I think it was in San Leandro, a nice little nightclub act yeah. uh, with uh, Gene Pardue. Gene Pardue, man, that was Eddie's first drummer, yeah, right? You, yeah, you, you were bringing some guys up. But yeah. uh, what I wanted to cover, uh, mm -hmm. these are, you've got some 
CDs. Yeah, these, these are, are called like the covers. Is it called exactly one and two? What, is, what yeah. is, tell me about this? How bit. this came out about is uh, Jeff Tamalier, guitar player for Tower of Power, for God ten years or so. Now he's he's doing a studio mm -hmm. called the Track Shack up in Sacramento, and he and his partners came up with this idea to put some covers of these great artists like ACDC and whole bunch of artists that that don't have their songs on iTunes. Wow. So they're getting singers like Eddie Money, uh, Mickey Thomas from the Starship, who's it. still got that golden oh, voice, yeah. man. He's like so soulful. Gold, oh, man. yeah. <laughs> you know? So they got Mickey and Eddie, and then I think Huey Lewis did a few tracks. Really? Yeah, but these here you are done with Eddie. used to be in a band called Clover. Right. Yeah, yeah, Marin. <laughs> right, we opened up for them, too. <laughs> That's great. So, yeah. You know, um... But the, to get back to these, yes. these here, these are my band backed up Eddie on both these, the Royal Dogs. Oh, I And love then it. I sang background vocals on them too. So. Good, good. Yeah. You know, talking about the Royal Dogs, mm -hmm. uh, and I know that you are just, you know, you, you are a guy that uh, likes to ride fast. Yeah. I know you like, you know, I know, I know you had, a, I think you had a vintage car. I did. But, uh, and yeah. and we'll t tell me about that and your motorcycle. Okay. You know, you know let's, let's get into that a okay. little bit. Okay, back in, again, back road days, you know, when we first started out, I was fortunate enough to buy the car that I love so much, a 55 Chevy Bel Air. And I was first inspired by that car by my brother. My oldest brother had one of those when he, you know, when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. And I used to build model cars, so I got in this 55 Chevy. I bought one for 235 bucks, man. Back in the day. Yeah, back yeah. in like 72. <laughs> and I sold it like, I don't know, in 1982, something like that for mm -hmm. 2,500. Mm -hmm. But I love that car. You know, that was my car. I took to, I took everywhere. I put all my equipment in the back and that was it, man. They and, had big action back then. <laughs> big action in your back seat, huh? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> we won't talk about that. And then, you know, now it's graduated. Of course, back then I rode motorcycles and now, you know, I still right i've got a 95 electric glide and a 92 dyna glide and uh my wife rides mm -hmm. and uh, it's just part of the whole thing and i just love being out there in the open air and just and feeling it you know feeling the the the, the, the bike and the, the engine roaring and the wind you know it's you great. know you know you have so much passion what i uh, i've always liked about you you've always had passion mm -hmm. uh you could feel it when you're on stage what makes you get that energy before you know you know how we all have to get that energy on that stage but what gets johnny gunn raring to go on uh, stage you know that's a real good question man it, it varies mm -hmm. you know sometimes it might be some a music a song that i heard on the way to the gig or maybe uh the artist that i'm playing with like eddie or, or the hawaiians or mm -hmm. puro bandido mm -hmm. You know, I get it from, or it might be my wife, you know, might have said something or gave me the kiss that I've been waiting for for all day or something. <laughs> you know, it, it might be the dog looking at me in the right way or, or my kids, you know, just. Children, yes. Yeah, man, you know, so I, or God, you know, I get, you. I get inspiration from sure. a lot of different that's, things, that's you know. All it's all things. part of life, you know. Um, you got a project going on. We're going to talk a lot about your project, but cool. we got a special guest in the, uh, in, uh, in our studios right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm going to bring him up. Okay. But I want to, this is, if you could tell me about this, this also, this DVD. Yeah. Uh, or, or, or CD, excuse it's me. It's a CD, correct. Uh, could you tell me about this? Bit, yeah. We're going to definitely bring him up. You know, I've got a studio out there where I live, okay. and I was fortunate enough to meet these guys through a mutual friend that we have, uh, Tiki Tom. Okay. And so he sent them my way, and Tennyson and I met the leader of the band. I instantly love their music. You know, it's all acoustic driven. It's very uh, traditional Hawaiian, but it's mixed with some urban beats. So there's some Hawaiian chants in there and, and uh, melodic. Mm -hmm. So I was knocked out by them. So yeah, we worked together. Tennyson and I co-produced the record together. Excellent. Yeah, and now I'm, some, I'm doing some gigs with them. You okay, know? so I really enjoy Tennyson, Tennyson is going to come up. I'm going to yeah. write him up. But um, 
What song are you going to sing? Is there a song? Particular There's a song? cover song that I really like that that they do. It's called uh, "Falling in Love with You," the Elvis tune. Oh, I love it. So you know, I think we're going to do that one. Okay, okay. let's let's yeah. let's call Tennyson up. All right. Well, 
that was just beautiful by uh, Tennyson Lum. Yeah. Uh, it, that was really, you know what? That was very spiritual. Uh, yeah. Tennyson now has left the studio by jet, and he is heading back to Hawaii. So hopefully we'll <laughs> we'll we'll get back with him again, yeah, you know, and catch up. But give me give me a little story about that. His that band is Kaehukai, which means sea breeze, ocean spray, something Ooh. like that. And uh, but you know him being from the islands, the CD uh, Kaehukai is called Where All the Hawaiians Have Gone. And it's all about him growing up in Hawaii. You know, he's got a song on there called VW Bug, which is about, you know, building, fixing up these old VW Bugs and driving around the islands and having fun. Yeah. You know, then he's got, into, well, of course, where all the Hawaiians have gone is about that. You know, he talks about his grandpa and it's kind of a sad song, but it's really, good. like you said, spiritual and uplifting spiritual. at the same time, man. And he's got another song, Kavika, which means good in Hawaiian. So it's about King David, which is one of their last kings. And, mm -hmm. He's got another song called Makia Ailana, Makia Ailana, mm -hmm. which is about an island which is no longer in the Hawaiian Islands anymore. Now it's uh, Oahu. Oh. They filled it in, and now that island has become part of Oahu. So he's, he tells us a real good story about his childhood and about the islands. And then he does that cover by Elvis and another oh, one by uh, the Michael Jackson did. And he does another one. He does a, a song that is about the Mexicans going to Hawaii, teaching the Hawaiians how to cattle, how to raise cattle and herd and all that. Historical. So he's got a song, yeah, it's Adios Que is the name of the song. Really? And so he incorporates part of La Bamba in there. <laughs> so wow, wow, that's interesting. Isn't that? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I've really got to listen to the CD on you that. You do, brother, man, we but, got one for you. You know, yeah. thank you. Um, that is, I just felt really warm on that. I'd rather have, I left the set because I wanted to see you guys uh, interact and it was just uh -huh. beautiful. Like I said, we'll catch up with him eventually in oh, the absolutely. future. Oh, I'm sure you will. Uh, you have a lot of projects going mm -hmm. on. You're a very busy personality. Mm -hmm. um, tell me about this band right here. Uh, the Puro Bandido. This is a Latin rock band that I've been in now for, God, for 22 years. Mm -hmm. They're all from the mission via Nicaragua, El Salvador, Mexico. But these guys are some great players, man. And um, like I said, I've been with them a while now. We've written a lot of songs together. Mm -hmm. We've got Steve Salinas on keyboards from Cold Blood now. Mm -hmm. And uh, we had Donnie Baldwin on drums on a couple of tracks, <laughs> yeah, from the Starship. And, yeah, you know he's been around as well. You're percussionist. Uh, he's a, a humanitarian, and he does a lot of good. He does a lot of stuff too. Yeah, for charities and he, organizations. What's his name? What's Richard Segovia. One of the best percussionists I've seen. Renowned. I agree, man. Him and Ronnie Messina. Ronnie Messina is the conguero, and uh, Richard plays timbales and a lot of other percussion as well. But yeah, between those two guys, man, there's so much fire in that band, you know, mm -hmm. from the percussion. And um, so our CD, we, we just got ordered it today. It'll mm -hmm. be out February 17th. Mm -hmm. And we changed the artwork from what you just showed. Mm -hmm. And Because we, we have a new manager, mm -hmm. new label. Mm -hmm. And uh, we took three songs off of this CD. So now, so this is more like a songs. collector's edition. <laughs> <laughs> I like the yeah. artwork. Uh, yeah. And we'll, we'll, we'll dial that up some more. Absolutely. You know, John, before we go any further, mm -hmm. could you just let everybody know what's your website so that I can Yeah, read thank you. www.johnnygun.com. That's so easy. Yeah. Uh, you, you played a beautiful Gibson. Yeah. You had like oh, this, man. which it, it just it's gorgeous. Mm -hmm. But I noticed something in the in the hole in the sound hole. Yeah, you have like a bar going through. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Tell what me what that, that is, is all about. Is that an endorsement or somebody? Yeah, it's a friend of mine that endorsed me. Now uh, he's got a, a, the the product is called Brace Aid, okay. and Brace Aid is actually a support system for the guitar, so it doesn't warp. Like I was telling you, my dad's did the old oh. Silvertone. This one here 
That acoustic, by the way, is a J200. I mm -hmm. got it from uh, Jason Newstead from Metallica. Yeah, and, and it was a beautiful sounding guitar to begin with. So mm -hmm. I was kind of reluctant to put this piece in there. But since he added that, it, it just adds a brilliance to, uh, uh, to the tone. It adds yes. a little more brightness mm -hmm. to it. So anyway, that's what, yeah, an endorser that I've got, Brace, Darren Drew, he's a good guy. And also Chandler made me uh, an electric guitar almost 19 years ago. It's one of my favorites. Uh -huh. And what yeah. is that? Well, like when you say, I know Chandler makes guitars, mm -hmm. but tell me the design. What, what made it be a Johnny Gunn? Oh, very good. You Thank know? you, man. Yeah, yeah, again, you know, I went to him because he's a collector, he, and I know he had some old Les Paul Juniors. Oh, and that's what I was looking for at the time. So I said, Paul, you know, I'm looking for a, a junior. He said, come into the shop and I'll show you what I got. He ended up making me one with a nice thick neck. It's got an ebony fretboard, jumbo frets, and it's got the body of like an old Rickenbacker mm. and three Seymour Duncan pickups like an old Firebird. Sweet, yeah, man, so it's sweet. got the best of all kinds Good of stuff tone. that I was like, oh, beautiful tone, man. <laughs> <laughs> and it's very versatile. John, you know, you know um, on your... On so tell me your setup. What, tell me a little bit about your setup. My rig, what I play yeah. through? Well, I've got a lot of different amps and guitars, but like I said, my main guitar is the Chandler. Um, I also play a Paul Reed Smith Budweiser guitar, and I play through a Vibroverb that I got back in the, got 69, 70. Wow. My folks bought it for me. And the Vibroverb, yeah, it's like a 1964 Fender Vibroverb. <laughs> I took out the 15 very and well, put in two 12s good, yes. that Tone Tubby actually did for me. Mm -hmm. And these, these speakers that Tone Tubby makes are incredible. They're made out of hemp. And the tone is unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> man. <on. laughs> Not serious, though. They're over in Marin. Wow. And these guys are doing some, I mean, they do stuff for Eric Clapton, mm -hmm. uh, Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top, Los Lonely Boys, uh, mm -hmm. Nickelback, and on and on. These guys are doing some really good things. So mm -hmm. I play that amp. And I got a few, uh, you know, foot pedals that I use, um, uh, Boss uh, Overdrive, it's a t uh, Tube Screamer. Mm -hmm. And I just got this uh, Boss uh, Acoustic Simulator, a Tennyson gave me, mm -hmm. matter of fact. Mm -hmm. So I use that for the clean tone, and I use uh, uh, an equalizer, uh, MXR made, I got it from Dunlop. And uh, that's about it, you know? Wow. You know, John, uh, like I said, you're, you're a spiritual kind of guy, mm -hmm. very warm. Uh, when when you're you're around a lot of people but you do a lot of benefits that help a lot of people um, which I'm, I'm sure a lot of fans don't know and expound on that where you know you're doing things for friends helping friends that yeah. we both associated oh, yeah, with that's right. uh, and tell me about some things that you're going to be doing some benefits so okay. people will know um, through the, well for the past couple of years I got involved with spina bifida which is an organization for people that are born with this a disease that affects their back. Mm -hmm. And I got into to that through a friend of mine, Marjorie uh, Sarivo, who I met through Eddie Money. Mm -hmm. And um, she's a great person, man. But through spina bifida, she's lost both of her legs. And oh. it, it, she, but she's a great person. So anyway, I got involved with spina bifida, uh, spina bifida through her, and I've done several charities for that, mm -hmm. um, benefits performances. And then also there's a, a friend of mine, Billy Burke, who was just stricken with cancer within the past couple of years. And, and Eddie and I have done several benefits for him. We got another one coming up in March at the, uh, oh, it's a surprise thing though. Oh, well, <laughs> we got to promote it, right? Yeah, it's at the Moose Lodge in Castro Valley, which is where, you know, we, you guys have we done play, it. Right? Yeah, the FHF mm -hmm. thing. And that's Friends Helping Friends, for those of you who don't know. And, mm -hmm. and then- uh, Good organization. Oh, yeah. Ricky and, does a great job. Ricky's a great guy, yeah. man. And he's always trying to help out the people mm -hmm. that, you know, are close to him or mm -hmm. that need help. Really, and God bless Jules Pelligari. Oh, well, yeah. Jules. Jules. We did a benefit in Martinez. That was a great show. That was, man, yeah. Um, Jules was a great player, too. Two great yeah. player. Yeah. Um,
what does Johnny Gunn, because we're going to talk about some other projects, what does Johnny Gunn do because you're, such, you're so busy, you're running around, you're doing shows, doing mm -hmm. benefits, what does Johnny Gunn do to relax? I know you're a big it's football fan. Yeah, well, you know. I know you're sports fan. Yeah. What do you actually do? What makes Johnny Gunn actually just kind of slow down for a minute and, and you know, you know, go back into a mood, uh, maybe a creative mood? But what actually makes you relax, John? I know, you know probably you're going to say the stage, but what makes you relax? You know, it's hard to be too relaxed mm. for me because I guess I'm type A or something. <laughs> I don't know. But I like to stay busy, man. You know, mm -hmm. and so to relax. You know, I, I hate to say, but I hate to sleep. <laughs> I, I really do. Because it's just it's time out of my day. But, you know, I have to. I yeah, gotta you got to have that. You got to so, have but that. I do like to kick back at night, you know, maybe have a glass of wine, watch the news with the wife, and, and you know, relax a little bit, you know. Mm -hmm. That's about what um, I do. I want to ask you about a, a vocalist that's, uh, that I grew up with, we both grew up oh. with, um, went on to, you know, Great Heights. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to see that show, but you were in Arizona. I think you yeah. played in Arizona. Yes. Paul Rogers. Tell oh, me how Paul Rogers. Paul Rogers. Bad Company. Yeah. Free. What an inspiration. Oh, huh? Tell me and, about that experience. You know, man, working with him, first of all, doing the rehearsals, you know, a lot of singers, as they get older, they tune down their instruments, you know, mm -hmm. tune down a half step or a whole step so mm -hmm. they don't have to sing so high. Mm -hmm. Paul Rogers keeps it at 440. And, you know, he's, he's up in his years, man, but he's still got that voice, man. And that was, I had to keep pinching myself to, you know, because right, I was man. on stage with him, one of my inspirations, man, from mm -hmm. when he was in Free singing All Right Now. That's one of your, oh, you, man. You, one of your songs. I love that too, man. Years. And right. then, you know, on through the Bad Company years. And so to play with him and back him up was just a real highlight to me, you know. Wow. And then with that same gig, which was for Mike Dick, another charity. Mm -hmm. This was for um, Gridiron Greats. Oh. Also, you're doing before, that for yeah. injured football players. You're exactly, back. yeah, because mm -hmm. they have no insurance, you know, and all that. So Amazing. we were raising awareness basically for mm -hmm. them. And but that show, we backed up uh, Cowboy Troy, who's a big. He's, he calls himself the Nash villain. <laughs> he's he's a big old tall Texan, you know. And for a black guy, he he, he gets down on you know country stuff. He's there really go. good. And then Joe Nickel was there, mm -hmm. and Pat Travers, and we backed up all these guys, man. You know, you're talking show. about some country stuff. You did some country stuff. Mm -hmm. You did an album, I think, with Vince Skill, or did some work with Vince. Yeah, with Eddie. Talk Money about with Vince Eddie, Skill. and yeah. and you guys did. It. Tell me that little okay. musical line. How that came about was um, Tommy Worth, who's a friend of mine, lives in Nashville. Okay. He and I were both signed to Big Seven Records at the same time, and he was working on his record in Nashville. I was working on mine out here. And we got the idea to bring Vince Gill and Eddie Money together. He bringing in Vince Gill, what me bringing in Eddie Money, yeah. So we got the backing and the support from the record company. They sent us to Nashville, and uh, we got four songs that Eddie had previously done. You know, we figured we're going to switch them up a little bit, countryize them a little. Mm -hmm. And Vince Gill came in to do one song, and he sounded so good on it. He loved what we were doing so much, he came back and did three. So those songs there, we're still kind of sitting on those. That record mm -hmm. hasn't been finished yet, actually. Mm -hmm. But there's one song I gave you, I think, um, mm -hmm. get, uh, yeah, Give Me Some Water. Mm -hmm. It was one of the ones that Vince Gill sang on. Oh, oh yeah. That's and, a very great tune. Yeah. You know, yeah great that, tune. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about one of your um, friends that you had for a long time, uh, Eddie, Eddie Money. Okay. Tell me how... How, oh, how you guys collaborate. I know you guys have known each other for a long time. Um, I remember watching Eddie in the Long Branch. He'd open up for us. We'd open up for him. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, but tell us the, the situation. What has kept you guys still so fresh on the scene? You know, you man, know? it goes beyond the music now. But mm -hmm. be, be, before, it was all about music. You right. know, we'd get together. Like I said, we'd back him up or whatever. We'd get together and wrote some songs for the No Control record. Mm -hmm. And that was a gold and platinum selling record. And that was great. Thank God for that. 
But, you know, to continue on, it's all about friendship. Now we get together and play golf, you know, and, mm -hmm. and talk about the family, the wives and the kids, you know. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and, you and we still get together to write songs together occasionally in the studio. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's a long-distance friendship that we've kept for, God, 35 years, as long as you and I have been yeah, friends, I know. That's, that, yeah. see, that's what's amazing is, yeah. is, is that line. Uh, mm -hmm. And, and I, I'm so appreciative that, uh, that you do this. Tell me about um, what you got going now. You're going to be doing a show soon. Yeah. Uh, my producer's telling me that we're going to be running for a little time, so we're okay. going to have to... Give me what, you, what you're going to do, what's on the horizon right now. Thanks for asking, man. You know? On the 29th, which is uh, a week from tomorrow, mm -hmm. we're playing, and I say we're, it's my new band. I'm mm -hmm. calling them the Mexabillies. And uh, um, we're doing some stuff that I came up with, uh, all new stuff. We haven't done it yet. It's a debut performance for this mm -hmm. stuff, and it's going to be the 29th at the Pine Street Bar and Grill in Livermore. Um, I think it's 875 Rinkin Avenue in Livermore. You can check it out online mm -hmm. at pinestreetbarandgrill.com. Thank you. Yep, and thank you for asking, man. You know, you what know? I wanted to do, yeah. I, I got to talk to some of my fans right now. Okay. I want you to be involved in it because I know you love women. Oh, absolutely. Like we all do. Yeah. Uh, I have a lady friend in Castor Valley hmm. said that you never mentioned brunettes. Oh, shame <laughs> was, on you. Yeah, I know. And, you know, I was talking about a, a beautiful blonde. Yeah. So this is to Pat B. out there out in Castor Valley. You know, we want to tell you that we love brunettes. And we're going to throw, Johnny and I are going to throw you a kiss right now. Oh. So Pat without right. further ado, I'd like to thank the great Johnny Gunn. Thank you Coming so much, on Greg. my thank show, you. coming on Harmonics right now. I hope you guys will enjoy the show. The show will be on next week, right before his show in Livermore. We'll be talking about other shows and other events coming up. But God bless all of you. And this is Gregory Correa from Harmonics. And if you want to come on my show, if you notice, Johnny Gunn and I are wearing shades. Gotta See wear you again, shades. everybody. God bless you.